0: Well, that was written, you know, as usual, most things I do and say are, you know, five years or more ahead of time, and it's been a, a blessing and a curse, if you know what I mean, like if you're trying to do something that would have contemporary value, and you realize it's, it's five years off, so AI and being hooked up to AI and having it be a desirable thing, we're now in that realm of people desiring to be slaves. You know, wanting to be dumbed down, wanting to just follow, wanting to be told what line to get in, wanting to eat bugs. They want it. They want, want, want. They want to be in, in crowd. So Hollywood has made it clear that, you know, people that are go, going along with all this, they're the, I mean, come on into the party, baby. you got to, you know, come on in. As long as your IQ gets below 80, we, we, we're all love here. You could be a star because you'll do what we tell you. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, so we see through it all, right? It's all an illusion. There is no way. And of course, what I've sort of been vindicated here because, you know, if you really have a simulation, it could be, you know, you could manipulate it to 100% of a certain outcome, which we know in nature is impossible. Like You flip a coin 10 times, you know, you're going to get some heads and tails, right? You're going to get a good mixture. So when it goes one hundred percent in one direction, and there's no leeway for anything else, that that's it. Period. Okay. Now you know you're in a complete total. You're in a psyop. You're in a simulation, meaning that your reality just isn't uh, based on you know nature anymore, but based on an AI thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he's. He's, I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's getting, he's jealous of me talking, I think. You know, so, uh, so what do you do in a situation like that? we got the nukes going, we got the, the economy dead, you know, collapsing. We've got the, um, health collapsing. We've got people, um, you know, the jab people that want to take it, they, There's actually the majority of people that have taken the jab want another one. They want another booster. So they're dropping like flies and there's, you know, I don't know what, 10 million of them around the world. It's not a huge number, but I mean, it's something like that. And um, especially young people, (laughs) giving it to children, um, raising the, you know, the debt, um, billions to Ukraine for a proxy war of the United States versus Russia because NATO is U.S. and Ukraine is U.S. Ukraine is Soros. And Obama. And uh that's that's their deal. They they were the ones that launched the coup. If you remember 2014, can you remember back to 2014, 2014, they launched the coup and they got the Ukraine. I may be off on my date, but I mean they did it, right? They launched the coup. They got that Poroshenko guy to uh cooperate. They took the, the, the state over. So it's basically, you know, territory owned by the deep state owned by you know by the un by the the same globalist powers so ukraine is not involved in world war three and not involved in a war with for their liberation with um russia is not involved in the 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 war is not with russia anyway it's with something else it's with a non-conformed element to the simulation thank you And when I say simulation, people say, "Well, I, I, you know, know, how do you manipulate with, you know, frequency?" Because it's not really a um, uh, the simulation is, you know, it's funny. The beings that run the simulation look like ants, and they may be the size of ants for all I know, but we are the ant farm. So if they want it to rain, they make it rain all over. If they want to they, they they take the Mississippi River and drain it, they just they put push the Mississippi River drain button and it drains. Then there are human interfaces, hosts, that basically carry out whatever needs to be carried out on a ter- terrestrial level, which is basically the club is you have to be down for destroying all of humanity, for killing every last human alive. And then some and the re- the remainder making them um subject to AI, i.e. complete total enslavement to electricity or whatever, to the to the electronic frequencies, to whatever you're programmed to do, right? Um, the same time they have the uh the castration of American males, not Chinese, not Russian <laughs> And of course, the purpose is never what the purpose is—to get these poor people that have been living in the closet to finally accept themselves and have a life. No, it's basically to, um, you know, prepare the battlefield for conquer, for total conquering. And you know, when they get in charge, let me tell you what happens. I just want to show you what where this goes if people don't get some courage. At least you know, be get some Wolverine action going. Come on. But they round you up, we're taking you to the camp now, and they have no intention of taking care of feeding people in camps, okay? (laughs) No intention. And on the way there, unless it's, you know, converted to death camps, but on the way there, you know, they let you out to stretch your legs, take a piss, whatever, on the side of the road, and then the other truck comes up with the machine guns, and there you are in the ditch, and uh, maybe they even have a backhoe that comes up and just throws dirt over over the uh, you know mass grave on the side of the road, and that's what the you know the um, that would be if you see the UN come in, it would be like on that level. Now that war would be against Republicans and Democrats, and you now the woke people would be targeted first, right? Because everything they fought for isn't what they fought for. Anti-racism, anti-fascism, anti... No, they worked for the racist and fascist. And they were there to help soften up the battlefield. But they're true believers. I mean, there's a lot of them are very dumb. You you know, obvious. And it's sad. You almost have to look away. You know, very embarrassing. But the main thing is they, they've done their bit. And now it's time for them to go. Because there's no plan for them, for the woke, to be involved in the future here. So they're no different from uh you know the the, the white male Christian racist that they're targeting they're they're all all these people are in the same boat as far as the uh the rulers are concerned and um you would think that that would bring people together, but no, you see it's too far it will never be brought together, but the killing will be together and um at the same time they got away with. Covid and getting away with the next level of covid and the jabbing of children and the next level of everything. If people resist, then um, you know their attitude is, "Well, we'll do the nukes over here, and if they resist that, we'll release the poison there, release the next strain of covid that can kill eighty percent of all mammalian life." Um, Whatever they try to do, we got a button to push. So it's fish in a barrel. And I'm just wondering, you know, how you guys, are, you, you know, what my problem with with so many Christians out there and, and, and ministries out there is they're not. It's it's great to talk about the, you know, the miraculous power of God because that's the thing that we have that that line to God through Jesus. That's the one area of, and that's why people of true people of the Lord cannot be programmed at all, and they also keep all their intelligence no matter what you put in the water. They're going to be intact. You know, I'm not saying they're going to live, you know, some live a long time, some die. I've had, um, you know, uh, illnesses where it's kind of like, you know, it's just there, you know, and, and it's just like it may kill me at some point. And, you know, there's, it, you know, it's just, it's it's a thorn in my inside, but it's the flesh, So when my time is to go, then I'm extremely happy because I go home. You know, I go to, uh, you know, to the, uh, it's not like I, but it's not like I go anywhere. You know, in a sense, you know, because I am home. So there's that paradox again. Okay, so time and space is illusion. If you want to uh, counter, there's a lot of people talking about simulation out there. And, you know, there's, there's PSYOP simulation, there's, you know, AI simulation, there's, There's, um, you know, and then there's the ant farm simulation, which is really more, uh, more of a kind of a global thing. But it's still the same, you know, rebellion against God, you know, and and it it I think some of the keys of this really are in the Book of Job, you know, and that the Job was you wonder why is the Book of Job in the Bible. And the book of Job is in the Bible for a couple of reasons, but one good reason is to minister to those people that feel like victims, that they're always getting picked on and persecuted and, and they, they a, they're developing a chip on their shoulder or they're getting mad at God or they're wanting to question God and query God. Why me, Lord? Why me? Why am I being picked on? It, it's, it's, uh, and Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount, he would say, you know, it's an honor to be picked on. It's an honor to be lied about. It's an honor to be, uh, you know, uh, the, when they bear false witness against you. And you can see what they do to Trump and you know Alex Jones and some of the the big fish right now. And then, of course, they're coming for other people. They just make up your court case. And it's not even a court case. It's a kangaroo court. So they bear false witness against these these people that have done nothing wrong, and they throw them in prison. And America thinks that's great. America right now is worse than the Soviet Union in its worst day. And people don't seem to bat an eye. And that could never happen here without there being a simulation, without there being a button to push that changes it. And, um, you know, so now we're in this, you know, in a real mess because the people in power now do not want to give it up. They're They're willing to kill everyone down the last man to keep it, so... They also need to cover up their crimes so they don't get nuremberg And the only way to get rid of that is to get rid of you. Nuclear war, I was fighting for Ukraine, says Biden, and then all the Americans got killed. Precisely. Okay, so that is, uh, you know, I've said that from the very beginning, that, that the, you know, back when Hillary was going to do it. You know, it's not, it's, it's not Hillary attacking Russia. That's not the point. It's, it's Russia attacking the U.S. The biggest problem that Hillary, the Democrats, and all these people have is, you know, the followers they have are really stupid. That's... that's or compromised. They could be very intelligent, crafty, and compromised, so they go with Democrats. But no one would follow these policies of uh, cutting off um, energy and, you know, going to battery power, which is such a joke because the batteries have to be charged up by fuel... no it's not even making it up people are that i'm sorry lord please forgive me i am observing how stupid your humans are why are they that stupid that they think that plugging a car in doesn't involve fossil fuels why why would they think that why 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 please tell me You know, and then you, you, I, do, do we need to show them pictures of electric plants and how they're fueled to make electricity? It's actually more expensive to fill up a you know a Tesla than than you know to fill up a a you know, was anyway when gas was more normal and more efficient. You know, and now emissions are about down to zero with most cars with all the emission systems. So why would they do this? They do it because it all has to be, you know, done. It's all got to do with this program of this, you know, new Atlantis, new world that they see, where the humans are just insects and they're they're there to be conformed as slaves, and then the elites are to be served. And it's a neo feudalism uh, that they have up their sleeve, and they also want to approach the singularity where they merge with machine, and then out to the get beyond the barriers because we're kind of kept in here with barriers. You know, people talk about going to outer space and going here and going there and it's it's all been, you know, which, what is real in all that? Stanley Kubrick and the moon and, you know, and can you get the beyond the Van Allen belts? You know, and is the world round or, th- or flat? And, you know, all of this kind of subterfuge, all these kind of arguments that you really can't just Go anywhere you want. you have to break the barrier. What is the barrier? What is this barrier? And the answer is simply this: There is a prison grid. We have part of the simulation is a prison grid. Now, if this was really God and really nature really natural, you'd have you know, you'd have a combination of good and evil, right? It'd you know, still be a fallen situation. But you would never, ever, ever see. Only in a simulation would you ever, 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 ever in your life see all things line up one way and then stay there. It's not possible in nature. And, you know, it, it, there's lots of other proofs too. But, I mean, these are for people that are trying to think that, you know, the simulation was the Mandela effect and or it's, you know, beaming frequencies at us. Like it's some man-made thing. I do not go that far uh, as to say it's a, man, it's a man-made thing because it's been there. The simulation I talk about has been there from the beginning of time. So I don't really think... I, I think these people that are running things want access and they feel that they deliver the world. The, the bargain that they made is we'll deliver the world. And we'll get rid of the humans and all that. We'll deliver the world you give us immortality and the ultimate knowledge. Okay. And that's the bargain that they've made. And, um, like I say, the people look like we're in the ant farm, but the people running it actually look like ants. I'm sorry, but that's how they look, you know, sort of like, you know, going back to Whitley Strieber's aliens or, you know, these big, horrible black eyes. Those are you know, and they may not even be um, sentient beings. They may, they may be robots or chimeras of some kind. But that's who you run into. Uh, and that's one of the blocks of man being able to do whatever man desires to do. Because man left alone. If this was a natural environment, man would sail to the stars instantly. We have the technology to go, you know, out and away and far. But we don't do that And, you know, we we never get to that point. We can't even barely go to the moon because it's so, you know, if you watch the moon in a telescope, which I'm not, I don't have the patience to do this. But, you know, they tell me that, you know, you'll see little lights and, you know, little UFOs or things moving around. And, um, you know, I've seen some of that footage and it's very, very convincing that obviously something's going on on the moon. And, you know, it may not be somewhere you could just fly to without some hostile thing happening. And I, I, you know, I, and, and and I'm not even sure how far the moon is away from Earth. You know, they say it's what 237 uh, million miles. Uh, gee, that seems a bit extreme. I'm not sure that's that doesn't feel right. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to go calculate it, but something seems wrong with that. You know, it's just a, a thought. And so something seems wrong with a lot of the, you know, the space program, which was really, in my view, a way of just uh, bilking the public for money. You know, just like climate change. It's just bilking the public for money. There's no climate change other than natural change. What they'll do is they'll modify the weather. They'll make it rain too much here, drown over here, whatever. They can do that with with the technology we have. They've been able to do that for 50 years or more. And... um, so they'll do that, and um, you know, then they'll go. Oh, we have you know, uh, climate change. We got to do something. And wh- what do they want to do? Is as Bill Gates just said two days ago, carbon taxes are coming. He threatened. You know, he is in charge of carbon taxes because he reaps the benefit from carbon taxes. Bill Gates. He's a, a greedy, evil piece of shit. That there's no other way to put it, and you know uh i I think you know so funny I saw that his his ex wife Melinda, yes, the lovely melinda uh she's out taking classes on learning how to date again, so she's out wanting to date guys there's your chance to get a rich a rich wife there you go, <laughs> oh boy, yes. The Gates. Gates in high school. Yes. Gates, um, well, I used to think you went to the school I went to. Of course, I only went there a couple of years. I went there one, two, three, four years because I started, I was taken out of there. I had to be removed for my own good. But anyway, I, th- I had a feeling it, w- it was a military school that Gates went there. But then I, I looked him up on Wiki, and I, it, it says, you know, it's funny because I, I can remember this, but on the Wiki it says no, he went to uh, a private, you know, obviously prep school in uh, in Seattle, and and I could swear there's a whole LA connection with Gates, but I, again. Um, you know, I'd have to look into it further, but I could swear that was a Mandela effect. You know, when when that happened, I was going to write a book involving, of fiction involving Gates at one point, and then a lot of bad things happened. You know, a lot of weird kind of threats and anomalies happened. I backed off because it, it looks like if you, you know, it's very, very, you know, dangerous. And, you know, and so a guy like Gates, he's a petulant child when he doesn't get what he wants with a vaccine or get everyone jabbed or whatever, he wants to go full, you know, uh, peak tyrant and and basically, you know, kill a bunch of people. And just evil, meaning evil, meaning the opposite of life, like to live or evil. Evil is the opposite word of evil. Evil is live backwards, right? So evil would be against life, against God, Against people, pro-abortion, pro-war, pro-pain, pro you know, pro—you know, injection, pro—you uh, know, uh, depopulation. Right? That would be evil, or against live. And I, I you know, there's nothing I can do about it. Okay, I, I, my connection here is to the Most High God. And it's through Jesus. And that's all I can look at. I can't obviously I can't change, you know, this simulation, this program that's running right now. Nobody can. You know, it's the most hostile program. It makes me think that, well, they're I guess they're getting ready to wrap it up, but I guess that's what you know John was talking about on the island of Patmos. You know, you can't buy or sell, you can't do this, you can't do that. So this sets up God's, you know, return. And you know the, the tying of the of the you know of the you know the beast to the bottomless pit, and the uh, rule you know of, of of God over the land for for a, you know a good period of time, and um, you know really kind of adjudication in other words setting setting things right upon the earth. It seems like there's that cleansing that comes in war, and then. You know, in Revelation 19, when it talks about the Lord's return, it's a very bloody affair. I mean, the armies are so powerful, the angelic armies of the Lord, and and the the return is so powerful that all the evil doers, all the evil doers were uh, basically. Uh, slain at that time to make room for the righteous of the Lord. And what does that mean? Well, righteous of the Lord means number one, if your family was killed and you, know, you your farm was taken, your means of existence taken, and, and you lived a very hard life because people cheated you out of it, because it through, and it was legal to do so, you will be restored. That's a big, big, that's a big issue. The opposite will be in, you know, when the Lord is ruling with a rod of iron. You would have your farm. You restored your farm. You'd have 10 times the crops you had. You would have 10 times the uh, children. You would have, you know, things would be set right. You know, that's part, part of the return of Christ to me is, it's, not, it's, it's really the, the restoration of Job. And it's the adjudication of the wicked. You know, all kind of a one big, one big dramatic go, you know. And, um... Ow! Ow! I'm sorry, he he, he jumped, uh... He jumped on me. He He's... You know, he's, uh... He's out of control. He's almost too much for us, you know, at the... Uh, but you know, he'll he'll get older. He'll 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 adapt. He's just full of beans right now. He's my good friend. He's there when no one else was. Anyway, so adjudication is really the restoration of Job. But the restoration of Job, in my view, is in the Bible to explain to all people, the meek of the earth, what's going to happen to them. And there are many meek of the earth who might die in their meekness. Who may die before they have justice, but they will be brought to justice. Will be brought to them eventually. You see what I mean? They will be restored. They may have to be resurrected and restored. That's fine. You know, uh, there's there's billions and billions of people who've died before seeing any kind of justice, but they're owed that. And to balance the universe and to balance this whole thing out, and the little insects that run the place. To balance it all out, it takes the, the the elimination. I've always talked. I've always said that it seems that we need to get rid of these people in order to live because they're choking every chokehold there is. They're choking it all, so there's no peace for anyone. And it's just a small group of people. I mean, I named one Gates, a big uh, you know, big eugenicist, uh, second or third generation Nazi. I mean, the formal Nazis, the formal groups that became the Nazis, you know, and, and also donors to the Nazi cause, like the Russell Trust and the, you know, Yale uh, Skull and Bones and, uh, you know, the Bush family and these others. There's lots of them that are involved in this. You know, it's like when Bush, when he was doing his bad acting job, he was whispered that, you know, 9-11, the towers were hit, and, and he, he tried to act like he was surprised. and just, It was like, dude, you're in on it. Come on. You you know what's going on. The only people that actually you know ran that operation were you know the people that are there on the ground. You know the president, the you know, Cheney, the Pentagon, the you know CIA, the NSA, this group, that group. Uh, you know they do things. Like, you know the, the, you're dealing with really um, the entire world that is you know dedicated to Satan. That means all institutions, all the countries, you know, are falling to this. And in God's world, obviously, the opposite would be that all the institutions would be beholden to God. It would not be, you know, you know basically celebrating the fall of man every day. You know, for someone to get into the club or up the next rug of the ladder, right, you know, gets to various initiation points into the club. You know, you eventually have to kill an innocent person, let's say. Or you have to do something like lie to a grand jury. You have to do something to show your worth. And it's always something evil. It's not like this club is ever going to give anyone a break or ever going to give humans a break. The only reason they haven't been able to get what they want done when they want it done is because, like other humans, they have a blind spot. They cannot see God really as the ultimate orchestrator. He's allowing all this evil, just like he did with Job. And if you question him, you're wrong. I know it's hard not to question him, but Job never questioned God. If you question him, you're wrong. And the reason you're wrong is is because you don't have the information to question him. You don't know what's really going on enough to question him. You don't have that much of a prophetic gift at this point, we're pretty dry here in the West. I don't think there's any prophets wandering around anymore. You know, it's just dead. Spiritually dead. And part of this is because it's, uh... This is a big test. This is the this is like... When you get to those really complicated words that are spelling me, you know? That, you know, exp- What is it? I... I was one of the... The, uh... You know, some of these complex words that, uh... Even I don't know how to spell them, you know what I mean. And but the the kids in the spelling bees, they they know. It's like we're getting that part of the test where they're 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 doing calculus and algebra, and you got to have some knowledge of 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 both in order to pass your test. You know, say your SAT or something. So now uh, now's the really challenging part, you know. Uh, some of the, some of the heroes you can see are, uh, are people that have gone to prison. They're political prisoners, and I never thought we'd see that in the United States. They, it's been 100% across the board, with 100% consistency, uh, success, and nothing is like that in nature. In other words, you know, pointing to the idea that it's all scripted, all, you know, it all comes at us from the past. You see, they can, they can script it all ahead of us, because they're, they're actually ahead of us in time. So they can script it all. That's one reason you can't see them. So they're they're outside this time space continuum. Let's just put they're outside the rules list. this. So they can script the whole thing of how it's going to go in the ant farm, and then we you know follow the script, and we we have no choice but to follow the script. I mean, you have a choice to be a dissident and not listen to anything they say. Yes, absolutely. Only if you have the Holy Spirit can you actually do that, and that 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 connection will never be, they are not allowed to touch that connection between, you know, someone following Christ and someone, and you know, and the worlder. You know, the worlder, all they have is their collective. And, you know, it's so sad as to watch them commit suicide. I just can't stand it, you know. It's just like, you know, they, they, they tell these people that were loyal to basically go along, meaning it will be their death. It's like, at least let them live. I mean, they did you a big favor. They brought this whole world to its knees with COVID. And the reward they get, are they're told to convince people to walk into their suicides, convince people to kill themselves, you know, through compliance. And you say to yourself, that's got to be the saddest thing in the world. So in other words, their payment isn't a seat at the table or more wealth their payment is thank you very much and die <laughs> on cue baby you know what i mean and, and get out of my way and uh, so you would think there'd be more people awakened they go well there's a lot of people waking up well they're waking up and they're going to still thinking about it like a uh, like there's you know like they have a chance to defeat it on their own you know, and and the thing is, you can't, this is spiritual warfare. You can't defeat this without the Holy Ghost. You cannot defeat this without being in Christ. You can't defeat this without being a child of the Most High God. There, I said it. That's what, you, how do you become that? Your belief in Jesus makes you a child of the Most High God, but it can't be fake belief or just uh, I believe, saying I believe in front of a congregation, you know, you can get yourself baptized and still not be with the Lord. You know, he chooses who he wants. And, um, you know, w- with me, it's more like a default. I Nobody else was choosing. I wasn't, you know, when it came time to like, what, we're going to pick team players, right? Well, there I was all alone. The only one that was choosing me was the Lord. The, nobody else wanted me on their team, even though I was way ahead of all of them. What an asset they would have had had they just not been stupid. But boy, you can't stop them from that. When you don't have the Holy Spirit, what are you then? You don't have common sense. You don't have basic human intelligence, which God gives, because you say you hate God, so that... Cancel the intelligence and makes you more into a mindless robot who does what he is told. And, you know, and most people hate people like that. You know, not spontaneous, always, you know, aware that uh, they're being watched and, you know, performing as a dutiful servant as they basically <laughs> supervise the, you know, the the clot shots to, uh, you know, baby six months old. You know, now now with with guns. You know, at gunpoint, you're, you're going to be seeing these shots. Even though all the proof is there that they're dangerous, at gunpoint, they're going to say you either, you, it's no longer you either get the shot or you don't get the job. It's more like at gunpoint, you get the jab, period. And, uh, It is the saddest thing to see in the world because it means those people don't want freedom, or worse, those people are so deluded that they think that by enslaving themselves and forcing everyone else to be enslaved, they will somehow be set free. Folks, you can't make a deal with evil. Evil will consume you. We have evil inside of us. It will trigger your evil instincts to be evil to others. Before you know it, you're going to become an absolute sadist. You're going to start thriving on the trauma of others, and then you're gone. Then you're hopeless. You know The only way you can actually be rehabilitated is for God to kill you. Right? But this isn't about them. I know in the ant farm, they like to really focus on our leaders. Our leaders are not... The leaders are the political leaders in the world today are not our leaders. Our leaders are, the, you know, Jesus, you know, the saints, you know, the the people written about in the Bible. These are leaders, and it shows us how to how to live, how to lead, how to how to how to be in this situation. We can't put our faith in politics because you know. And I mean, I like to follow politics, and I have my opinion that you know. I would like politics to to, to be even more theocratic, in in a sense, but mainly I would like politics to be commonsensical, common sense. Anyway, I absolutely believe that people should go through the process of belief, and I mean, I tried several different religions, I was in the occult, you know, I... I stopped short of any kind of, you know, black magic or throwing spells on people, but I got into, you know, a little bit of a, a cult long enough to know that it wasn't for me, and then it was, you know, trying to shape us into like being fit for masonry or something, and I did not want to become a mason. And then when I finally got touched by the Lord, I just had this—I gave my whole life over. I mean, everything of me went to the Lord. And then we went to try to find a church. I realized we couldn't join any church. And, you know, we should stop trying because um, we're not supposed to be equally yoked with unbelievers, so that cancels out the churches. Why do the churches not believe in the Lord? You know, it's a funny thing. When you go there to belong, to have fellowship, to have, you know, to be a social animal, if you will, um, you don't have belief in Jesus. You're, You're doing it for the wrong reasons. And, and you know, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think the Lord has his people, but most of them are not in churches. I don't know why churches have such a problem, but they do. And I remember this one guy was doing a short film at this one church in Studio City. And I volunteered to do f- photographs, you know, take photographs of the set, and the crew and whatever that was going on. And the guy just turned it into like this horrible thing like, you know, um, you know, ordering me around to bring him water to do this, to do that, just, you know, basically being in a harass of tone. So I said, fine. And I just I walked out, I just left. You know, and I said, Yeah, this I said, uh I came back to the church and I accused him, and I said, you know, the what was that? It was like it was like it was like being on the set with Lucifer. He goes And then he looks at me and goes well, he is in the, in, the, in the second heaven, you know. Like, like you know, it's not wrong to worship. He admitted, basically, he worships Lucifer. They all do. The whole church does. Right? And it gets it's, it's twisted. They come in for church and they're getting something. They, you know, when the pastor's talking and when they're reading their Bible, they're getting something else out of it. They're getting some like third meaning out of it that the Bible doesn't mean. You know, it's 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 not gonna double entendre you, you know what I mean? It's straight up. It's a straight shooter. Especially the King James. It's a straight shooter. Oh yeah. Well when they try to trap you, then that means they're either gonna kill you or why does Satan is kill? The same reason you see all the killing going on today by political hacks. Yeah, they don't get any jail time. The people that kill for Satan, they don't get jail time either. It's the same, same deal. They get nof- nothing. I mean, there may be some famous serial killers that get caught. That's not what I mean. I mean, in, in, you know, if it's a, a sacrifice of a, a lamb of God, let's say, and it's a legitimate hit... Uh, they get a reward. Um, well, let's let's take a look at this. Here's some, just, but even the very hairs of your head are numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Also, I said to you, whosoever shall confess me before men... Him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before man shall be denied before the angels of God. And who shall ever shall speak a word against the Son of Man? It shall be forgiven him, but unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven so there's think it's, a, it's a luke 12 and it's uh, uh verse 7 through 10 i can barely hold that bible up that thing it weighs like a phone book but at least i can read it and i was i was reading in luke 12 today and and, and just you know it also says when they bring you in front of magistrates, you know, adjudicate you, you know, even though you did nothing wrong, you walked on the campus, or that's it, they arrest you. The the Bible says in Luke 12, we should really let the Holy Spirit speak when we're asked to speak on our behalf at these trials. And I do believe some of that is happening, but not enough. We need to be more in the spirit of God when we're at the trial to be able to speak uh you know the oracles of God you know let's to be able to speak the words that God wants us to speak we have to be in prayer and it it can't just be us versus the court or righteous us we did nothing wrong in an unfair court that's not good enough it has to go to the next level the Holy Spirit will speak you stand down if I've got to go there, then I I have got to forget about myself and my pain problems and missing my wife and my family and whatever else. All those horrible things. I have to force that out. I've got to go. Lord, please give me the words to say. Should the judge ask me anything? Should anyone ask me anything? Lord, from here on, it, just take me and let me represent you, Lord. Let me represent you in the, in the best place I can, which would be under the, you know, the rubric of a. Uh, incarceration, uh, you you know, subpoena, having to deal with magistrates or other judges, you know, basically uh, as unfair as could be. The more unfair, that's the way we like it. The more unfair, the better. And then you let that Holy Spirit speak, and then it changes. You know, the tide changes. Things change. You go, gosh, I can't believe I said that. One time I tried it. Well, not tried it, when I was walking... Remember it was Halloween. Bill Clinton was coming to town, and so they had guards everywhere, like like security everywhere in every street in Santa Fe. And uh, Santa Fe is a big Masonic town. There's a huge Masonic temple downtown. That uh, you know, t- t- talking about you know the uh, the founding. <laughs> yeah, you know, it sort of ruined Santa Fe for me. Uh, you know, to have basically, you know, Adolf Hitler being down there, but you know, it's, it's fine. And there's a big obelisk where there was—I think they tore it down in the square. It used to have a star on top of it. I think they tore it down. I actually think that you know the the the, the uh, you know Antifa people or somebody like that tore it down. Uh, you know, isn't that isn't that ironic? but we'll take it we yeah there was talk of yeah, they wanted to take the washington monument down and these were antifa and I'm like well here we're on the same page buddy let, let me get involved you know I don't want that damn you know satan's penis there either the the shaft of baal it's called and the shaft of baal just means that the public is under the spell or illusion or delusion of the the baal simulation you know, from the big tower, Mr. 666, representing the uh, male penis and the uh, vagina is the um, uh, uh, and there's a reason for this, They're not the crops. The vagina is the reflecting pool at the Washington Monument. Uh, I'm sorry, it's the water sorry, sorry, it's the water. And then the vagina is the oval office, the oval orifice. Right, and you have the two in aligned over that that water, and the water reflects because it reflects to Orion. And if I could remember my mythology, the whole point of those, what they call in India, they call those the Shivalinga. These are all over India for the big the crops grow. You know, paganism ruled the world for you know forever. But the thing is, is this is though it's a pagan symbol. Um, you know, this is 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 to say that the rule of America is Satan. And then they tore down the statue of Albert Pike. Now who we were so distracted, did we take time to cheer that on? The statue of Albert Pike I'm like my God, there's the most evil guy there was there. He's the guy calling for you know, three world wars, of which here we are with this one, and this, uh, you know, modern utopia, to get rid of all religionistas, that means Muslims, Christians, Jews have to go and all be just people worshiping Lucifer. That's his, you know, more or less the letter that he wrote to uh, whoever, the famous letter of Albert Pike. And anyway, they tore his statue down. They couldn't handle the Washington Monument, but this is all interesting. Did they know what it meant? And the answer is no, no. When they tore it down, they were just tearing. They did not know what it meant. When they wanted to tear down the Washington Monument, did they know what it meant? No, they don't know what it means. No, you see, it's there for visitors. When an angelic host comes to America, you know, when when any kind of foreign dignitary comes to America, when anybody visits America on official business, it has to meet with the president and Congress and all that, what do they see? They see a world, America, a country, dedicated to Satan. They don't see, uh, you, you know, uh, a, a, a country dedicated to God in the symbology, in the architecture, in the way it's laid out. in the, the Masonic influence is, well, at the end of the day, you know, this I know from my grandfather, they worship the devil, and they're, so they're going to reflect all the technology and the stuff of Satan. And, you know, part of that has led to this, where we are today with the extermination of all humans and the advent of AI and the singularity. And so here's where we've gotten to, my stupid man. And, um, you know, and dumb people, dumb go-along-to-get-along people. Why do they do it? Because when they were kids, their parents and their schools conformed them. So we have how many generations of conformity here? So they're very eager to become slaves. They're very eager to sign up. They're very eager to follow the rules. They're very eager to take the jab. They're very eager to do what they're told. They're very eager to get in the line. That, Like, you can start the food lines today. They'll probably start in a couple of weeks, right? These, Oh, isn't Biden nice giving everyone food lines? But well, Bernie Sanders should be so proud. And basically, they're going to get in the line. They're not going to say, you know, back when, when Trump was there, we had... Prosperity. We had money in the bank. We had, uh, you know, you know, it, you know, too many jobs for the people here. We were expansive, and uh, you know, and uh, uh, there was a lot of disposable income, and things were building, and things were getting back on track, and the border was secure, and and uh, you know, the future uh, you know looked very bright, and then it got completely derailed, and then we found out that Trump had a weak, a weak spot. He wasn't perfect but I mean he was running the the place like a libertarian and then he got uh hornswoggled by the covid and of course because he is I think he's got a stake in Pfizer it's my personal opinion and um that's why you know he he flubbed it because he, it wasn't just that uh he pushed warp speed you know and then he was wrong it's that he's somehow he's compromised. And I think what's so funny is they keep requesting his tax records, tax returns, his record. That would show a connection to Pfizer. But then that gets covered. You never hear about it, do you? Well, we subpoenaed all Trump's records. Have you ever heard, once they subpoena the records, the results of the records? Do you never going to hear that. Because he, he'll, he may have ties through Scottish right masonry, now, come on. you know Why is there that big golf club in, in Scotland? You got to have some kind of connections to do that. And the only one I can think of is Scottish Right Freemasonry. Or am I wrong? Anyway, so I believe there's collusion on his part with Big Pharma. Can I just put it that way? That he is compromised. And that is why he wouldn't come clean. And that's why he will not be on the ticket... For president in 2024, he will not be. It's more likely if you're going to see people for president, you'll see something like a, a, a you know, Ron DeSantis and Tulsi Gabbard as the, you know, co-nominees for president and vice president of the United States in 2024. You will not see, uh, I don't believe, uh, Donald Trump running for office. More or less, he's going to be the, uh, you know rallying the Republican Party, I suppose, uh, to get rid of the rhinos, warmongers, neocons, the Bushies, the McCains, the, you know, the, 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 the stodgy kind of, uh, you, you know, people like James Comey, you know people like, you know, some of these people, the NSA and, the, you know, the country club Republicans. They, they got the golf club, they got this, they do the wars, they're big time pedophiles. They're just, you know, it's, it's, it's the whole gamut, right? I mean, they're just, you know, they're they are no different from, obviously, the establishment Democrats. These are the establishment people. The establishment people, they can be Republican or Democrat. Then there's the populist people. And they're just people in the streets who are trying to get their country. They're trying to, you know, and you know, for a while, they did have a country. Even if Trump was compromised. But no, I... I you will not see him. He can't really run because if this stuff came out, it would also implicate a lot of other people. There's a lot of people involved in Trump's thing that are Democrats that are, you know, approved of. The, you know, and uh, so he has linkage. He has linkage to Jeffrey Epstein. We don't know the extent of it, but there is linkage there because he was a socialite in uh, New York. Well, if you're a socialite in New York, you're going to rub elbows with all these guys. You know, Hollywood also included. Hollywood's always been a big, uh, you know, Babylon sex trap. You know, Babylon sex trade. You know, um, Hollywood is, is basically the, you know, the pedophile sex trade. That's what, that's what runs it. That, that's how Hollywood works. And, uh, <laughs> and they all know it. Did you see when Ricky Gervais gave his Academy Award thing and accused them all of being pedos? How no one denied it? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's a system. It's called the B system. And you better be down with all that stuff. With with every alternative sexual thing. And you better not bat an eye when it when it gets uh, over the line. And those are the people that usually get at least to have a chance to be inducted, and you know, God help the the really uh, people that are um, you know look like they're doing really well, and uh, they're the uh, I I don't even know how to categorize them, but they're they're uh, they're, they're trying to uh, they're trying to. Um, you know rule the world from their little uh, from their from their nice you know, you know multimillion dollar house in the hollywood hills well it's nice work if you can get it but none of those guys is running anything you know they they can put the coke up their nose go to the club and have every you know any kind of sex or pleasure they like right go on hike mount everest if they like but they're not free they're owned, but because they get paid so much money, they don't care. They want the money. They worship the money, and then they want you to, then, then they send them out to politically influence you and tell you to get abortions and to vote for Biden and, to, you know, uh, you, you know, sacrifice for the climate change and do all these things, and they'll be out at the forefront saying it even though they'll be raking in even more money and won't suffer one bit. They'll have their security detail, but then they'll say, we want to take your guns away. Like, you know, the Mark follows of the world, and, that, and Michael Moore's and all that. They got security detail. They got millions of dollars at their beck and call at any given time. They're, um, but, you see, they have to say stuff like that. That's why it's hard to believe any of them when they talk, because they're not giving up anything. Right? They're hypocrites. They're not giving up anything. And, um, you know, I didn't mind it when Marlon Brando got really, like, into the Native Americans and he was really trying to bring those issues to life of of the mistreatment and all the stuff. I thought they tried to stop him at the Academy Awards from making it political, and he, he did anyway. I can understand that, you know, from, from anyone. I think that, that, that was a great notion. I don't think that was hypocritical on the, in, in that particular case. But in many cases, it is. They're taking the money from big pharma, then they're like say from big oil, right? Who's financing some of their movies, and then they're they're going out and, and 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 pissing on big oil or something like that, where they, um, uh, you know, or or looking the other way. It just depends, you know, on which way it's going. Right now, it's Larry Fink who's running the show. Uh. Mr. I love the simulation. My name is Larry Fink, and I just love that simulation. BlackRock has, believe it or not, is the leading shareholder in every corporation you can invest in in the stock market. Can you believe that? They have the majority of shares in everything they invest in. Do you know what that makes Larry Fink? You know... Uh, A funny name, right? Jewish name. Do you know what makes Larry Fink then uh, you know, the most powerful man in the world? Because that puts him into the trillionaire status with, with having the majority shareholder BlackRock, that is, his company in every major corporation, you know Nobody has that much wealth. Does he have Vanguard too? No, he doesn't. He's BlackRock. Yeah, a lot of people put their money in Vanguard. You know, okay, so when you put your money with a fund, what do you think happens to that fund? After they get all you people to invest all your money in the fund, they become a king because they've invested in all these companies and now they're the head investor. So... What they say now, now they have what's called political power. How did Fink get his political power that he can just tell Biden what to do or all these people what to do? Because Fink has all the fucking money. So he can tell the governments to piss off. The government cannot touch Fink. Fink is more powerful than, than all the governments of the world combined. And you know what he's into? Woke politics. How about that? And at you know, Vanguard too, they want a world where they censor people. They, they've basically to enslave the world and have them behave and put the social credit score on them and have them have to you know really perform as good citizens to have their digital money now be valuable enough to put food on the table. It is just like a hamster on a wheel that's what all humanity will be and there there, there but there won't be uh, 7 billion there'll be about 1 billion and they'll all be on their little wheels and uh you know the 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 uh, the elites will walk by with their tennis outfits on and their rackets and they'll be heading onto the these beautiful clay courts and they'll be looking at the little hamsters on a wheel and they'll go oh isn't that cute look at those little hamsters oh i want one can we have one daddy and if you want to hang around and see that kind of thing i can tell you what they'll do i know the wealthy they they'll, they'll do things like uh, they'll take all the, the the servants in the house and they'll have an easter egg hunt I, I love to tell this story and they'll put money in each easter egg that's hidden you know like sometimes 5 dollars maybe 50 dollars for the you know a big one or 100 dollars even and, you know, fives, tens, ones, whatever they got, they'll hide them all throughout the yard of the, the beautiful estate up in upstate New York, like the George Soros estate, sitting there. You can go look at it. It's right there. Go ahead and take, take a good look. Take a good look. Oh, no one, no one will ever even bother it because people don't, are so disconnected. They don't know what's going on. But it's right there. It's all peaceful a beautiful piece of property. Anyway, uh, bottom line is, uh, you know, they'll then take the staff, you know, they'll do this at the White House if they can get away with it, and have the staff have their Easter egg hunt. And then what they get off on is watching everybody attacking everybody else, uh, you know, because of... uh, um, because you know how people are. They're going to want that $5, 10 $15, that $20 egg, right? And they'll be fighting each other, punching each other out to get to that egg. I saw it first! I saw it first! And the elites will watch, and they'll giggle and say, oh, well, I just love this Easter egg hunt every year. And especially when it gets violent, yeah, they start punching each other out, trying to get that egg with the $20 in it. I, I didn't explain it very well, but, you know, uh, I want to put one of these scenes in one of our movies. I would love to photograph this on, say, a French chateau estate. Not in New York, like in France. <laughs> you know, I would love to to show the bourgeoisie. Uh, you know, and, and, and all these people that now joining the bourgeoisie through their polit- political rants are like, you know, think that they're going to be have a seat at the table just because they're a famous athlete or a, a movie star. Or, you know, some they're going to, you know, member Skull and Bones. You know, there's people at Skull and Bones like Steve Miller. Member of Steve Miller Band. He's performed at the Skull and Bones. He's in, in, not Skull and Bones. I mean, uh, Bohemian Bohemian Club, right? The Bohemian Grove, which is part of the Bohemian Club. And uh, who else? Uh, there's a member of the uh, Grateful Dead that's a part of it. Yeah. Go buy some more albums. Oh, what do they talk about? They can't get too into it, but they what they do is they vet, they vet people to see you know because when you know it's it's really just basically a lot of sexual slavery, you know, you know, uh, you know, know, men. It's all men, and it's that sort of approved of, um, you know. Uh, it's the approved-of gay sexuality between men who all have households. You know what I mean? And so they get together to have this little bacchanal, you know, uh, here and there. And uh, it's also been rumored that they uh, they import, uh, you know, boys in, of course. As Richard Nixon said, he said the most faggiest thing he's ever seen in his life. Yeah, cross-dressing. Yeah, well, they all, you know... Accommodate each other, and as long as they're willing to accommodate each other, they can have their houses in Beverly Hills and Malibu, and you know, upstate New York and Hamptons, and you know, islands and estates in Hawaii. And uh, yeah, it's uh, as long as they know that you're tethered, <laughs> you're tethered. As long as they know you can't get away, then they'll cut you in on some of the. You know, no matter how much they cut people in on the loot, the loot's massive. It's beyond trillions. It's massive. It's endless. So you know, this is talked about in the Bible very clearly. So read your Bibles, and you'll 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 find in Proverbs one a very good explanation of who they are, and try to understand. This simulation though doesn't come from them but it benefits them because the institutions of the earth some of which are Masonic rise to the very top closest to Lucifer and those that are closest to the top of the pyramid get the good get the power but then you know the simulation comes from outside of that situation so they'll say Oh, the world's really changing, Biden will say. Oh, look, we can see the world is changing. There's going to be a lot of death, he said. I remember, I should have taken that down. There's going to be a lot of people dying. Last time, a lot of people died, he said. So he's all excited about the world changing, and he's happy to aid and abet it. He says, I can destroy the American people. And destroy all their dreams, hopes, ambitions. Put them all in food lines. Take all their houses away. Take everything away from them. So it's just us over here that has anything, and and feel good about it. And feel good about it. I feel, good about it. I feel like I'm righting the wrong. They're not supposed to have that stuff anyway. They just got paid off because they helped. Now that we're in command, we don't need them anymore. So goodbye. Boom. Now, why are they at the top of the pyramid almost touching Satan? Because they've these are the ones that have been the most obedient and the most successful uh, regarding Satan. Do they have personal power? No. Can they throw spells and curses and things? Yes, anyone can learn witchcraft and throw spells, curses, and all that stuff using those powers. Yes, of course. What they don't realize that if it's anything against God, what they eventually realize is that, you know, they there will be consequences for every spell cast. Every spell is evil, pretty much. Even spells to make you rich or to have you break up with your girlfriend and, and, and move on to someone really hot, you know, whatever it is. All those things are a part of your record. Every spell you cast is part of your record, and it will go against you um, if, if you're casting them for personal gain or for personal animus against another person. You will pay the price. You may not have paid it now. Maybe you practiced when you were 20 years younger, but you still have the price coming to you to be paid because you you, you may have suffered, but you haven't suffered enough yet, if that's the case. But in terms of the high mind AI, the thing they, they're really pushing for now, um, if this be the Great Tribulation, then they will get pretty much what they want before the tide turns. Well, it's okay to, to you know, watch what they say they want. They'll watch it get taken away from them. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing to see God work the Job miracle. On everybody. I mean, we're all Job. We're all Job. Humans are Job, and you know, the, what God's looking for is to is people that will not curse him out, people that will not question him, people that will be loyal, people that won't say I I didn't like Peter. I didn't know Jesus three times in a row. That the people that won't deny Christ, people that will affirm the gospel, people that will say, Look, I know the truth. This is the truth. The world is the lie. What's the lie? The basic waking cognition of earth is lie. Cognition is lie. Perception is lie. Understanding is usually false. Well, how do we get to know it? We map it out through the Holy Spirit. Nothing I'm looking at is real, you know. But it, but it exists to be like I, including myself. But here I am in a form, in a house, looking out on a beautiful landscape, just absolutely gorgeous. Endless view, endless uh, beauty, evidence of God everywhere, and yet I'm aware that the world of man is a simulation. But at the same time, remember, I have a direct contact to God, like you do, through Jesus, right? Because I not only believe He's the Son of God, I believe He is God. He is my God. He is my leader. He's my master. He's my I'm. Bond servant to Christ, but that means I'm a free, I'm a free agent. <laughs> I'm a bond servant to Christ, but that really means if you dig deeper into it that you're a free agent. You're free in other words. because the truth, what does it do? It sets us Hello. there you go, Say it. free. It sets us free. I am not subject to the simulation. Because I have that connection, and that will always, 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 always. How do you think I could sit here and sell this stuff today? Because I know the truth. How do I know the truth? Because of my connection to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't know anything. What would I talk about? The world's fine. Just just work harder, and then you'll get your dream. A lot of people work harder. They never got their dreams. Why is that? Because it's a Job test. And what's the one what of the key things in Job? What are, you know, we've got to really understand why is Job is the oldest book in the Bible, isn't it? And why is that, man? Why is Job the oldest book in the Bible? Why? Why is Job in the Bible? If it's so old. Hmm. Because it's the it's the number 1 teacher of people of how God and man interact. And it also teaches us through example, you know, how we are to be with God. And especially we've got to be grateful for those things that He gives us. And that respite and that, that thing that broke through the other day. Shoot, I've I've been blaspheming so much and saying so many stupid things and it's almost like I didn't get a miracle the other day. I should be in awe of that. But then I have thorns in my side, too. I'm not sure how long I'll live. It's also... Nobody is, but, I mean, you know, that's a thing that's... You wonder if you're going to go to sleep and not wake up. You know, you you do have those thoughts. Well, by, by my age, you do. Not when you're younger. Um... Job also has the key to the, uh, any kind of, um, you know, I suppose from Job you'd say, well, this little contest they're running on Job of, you know, will he complain? And so God allows Satan to, to, to torture him, you know, to mess him up to see what Job will do. I mean, that is the, you know, the perfect uh, definition of, uh, you know, a simulation they're running a simulated test on Job. It's between God and the devil. It's not between Job. Job doesn't know what's going on. But they set it up. And now that's Job's life. That's how easy it is to set up a simulation. Set up a contest. Will he fail the test? So Job's life at one point became a you know, simulated test to find out if he's going to be loyal or not. Despite bad things happening to him, bad things that were arbitrary, that were done by a guy in the in the simulator pushing the button, bad things to Job. You know, you have Job break out with sores. Bing. Have Job's friends come up and criticize Job for not being a very good follower of God. Bing. How about this one? We'll make sure that he loses everything. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> now let's see what he does. Is that not a simulation? Is that not a simulation? You tell me. So we have competing, you know, simulations, obviously. But the, the, the overarching political simulation we have is obviously from them. And who is them? We had a joke in the Quantum Devil. For those of you who want to know in the Quantum Devil, you got to watch Girl Next and Quantum Devil back to back and get a real experience. But Quantum Devil... Uh, it's done we're, de- we're delivering Quantum Devil to the distributor and probably early 23 release because they're going to want to promote it, and I'm sorry it's taken like an extra took a year. Um, when do we sell it? We sold it to them. We sold it to them. Uh, I believe it can it can can it, it can last spring and then it's taken forever to deliver it because the contracts are very long and we can't make a mistake and it's very and the language had to be negotiated so we we would get all of our money when we sell it because we you know really need money to keep operating and so we have to you know if 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 anything's wrong with the contract or we don't do what we're supposed to do then money could be docked which we don't need right now so you know, so we're trying to get that done. But yes, I would have preferred it to be out. We made it. Um, I would have preferred it to be out and um, you know, you know, and moving. But see, that's independent film right now. Independent film is a disaster. If you if you could figure out how to make it work, well, I'm finding our way. But I mean, we're finding. You know, people are trying streaming. Most documentarians now and documentaries, you see, they just give them away for free. Have you noticed? <laughs> We can't afford to do that. So, anyway, Quantum Devil is a is a great entertainment. It's a morality play, and basically, it's uh, also deals with the quantum realm and deals with 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 the greed of man, and and the consequences for being evil. Okay, so I very different from Girl Next. Girl Next was like like you know like Miles Davis jazz at times. You know what I mean? It was very, uh, you know, I don't you. Know, What I tell people is, hang around, you're going to get, there's a big mythology around Lorian West, and you're going to get a lot more answers as to who she is. But people think, because of the scene with the sheriff in Girl Next, where she says, where he's saying, Jeff Blake, oh, your boyfriend, well, he's the one that set you up. And your parents hired uh, my friend Sean James, best PI in the state, the sheriff was saying to her. And all that seems like Lorian is normal, Sean James, PI, parents, um, you know, uh, you know, Jeff, her boyfriend, Jeff, and all of that was a simulation, okay, all of that, those weren't her parents, so here's my answer, the people want to hit me with that argument, let me give you another clue, no, no, don't argue with me, I know the answer, so just don't just think it through with me, Those were not her parents. Sean was not, you know, Jeff, whoever, was not her boyfriend. The stuff the sheriff said to her, she knew, and the sheriff knew. Both the sheriff and Lorian in that moment were dupes. But because Heinrich is giving Lorian all this DMT and other drugs and shock treatments and other kinds of treatments and you know to get control of her to use trauma based mind control um it opens up the truth in her where she realizes that it's a simulation that those are not her parents that those are that the people that are controlling her are themselves programmed and she's realizing this in real time and moving away from the story about parents and a boyfriend and all this stuff all fake all a ruse all a red herring and right after that, she bites, the, the sheriff tries to rape her and she bites his cheek and opens a big gash and he's, he's sent away screaming and, um, you know, the only thing he can say is, I mean, it just, it's kind of a horrible thing. But after, right after that, you know, she starts to, um, as, as her handlers knew she would, she starts to wake up in the dream. She starts to wake up from her programming, and there's a place where this happens, okay? And it's when she's driving the car, and she's talking to herself, right? It was in the passenger seat, and they're talking back and forth, and that is when she wakes up, right then. And then the car kind of goes in the hallway and crashes, and then she's in a room full of mannequins. And when she's in that room full of mannequins, she understands, She wakes up. And so there's no more talk about Jeff or Sean or anybody else or parents or none of that or shopping at the grocery store. There is no other talk about any of that from that point on. It's now a simulation. And she thinks at that point she's a uh, a program clone. And she sees herself dead as one of the mannequins. And then she starts to understand about the realm of the dead, that they're not really dead. They're just not here. And she starts to wake up uh, more. And then eventually, uh, by the end, especially if you wait till after the credits and see the very, very end piece, the big clue there, and it's more of a clue than we wanted to give, but we gave it to him anyway, is that she's a, a clone but then, so are many people that don't think they are. So, and if they're not clones, they're program clones, meaning they're pro- programs of programs. In other words, there's programs running this simulation of programs, you know, a blend of programs, and it's put like a template onto the human who then emulate it. They emulate it because they have no defense. They emulate it because of frequencies that make them comply. So it's a, real, it's a real conundrum because, you know, who knows if she's real or not? You know, in the end, is she a clone of a clone? Because we see pictures of her as a, a you know, a dancer, a rock star, a nurse, a scientist, a librarian. And, um, which one is real? Then, after she kills everybody, gee, where'd she get that skill? Just being a normal, what, little housewife to Jeff? What, where the hell did she learn how to shoot these guns? She doesn't shoot guns. Yeah. Uh, she kills everybody. And then she wanders out of the barn, well, in Navasota, Texas, and... Where does she go? She goes up to the highway. Now, this is not filmed yet, but you will see it eventually. She goes up to the highway, and the guys with the black SUVs show up, and they stick her in the, um, you know, they, they, they take her off to debriefing. She is Lorian West, assassin. The question is, can she be human or not? And which version? And are there different versions? And is she just a a program clone or is she a clone? And those are questions people would have, but you should never have a question like this. Wait, she had a boyfriend. She had a parent. She had the best PI in the state calling up the sheriff and they're all talking to the sheriff. Yes, well, does the sheriff know everything? Did the sheriff know those people were real or not? Does the PI know where his assignment really came from? All of that's a ruse. Everything the sheriff knew is false. And in the end, my proof, I have proof. Let me tell you my proof. Because later on, he talks to Misha on the monitor, and he says, We've been duped. This was some kind of half-ass experiment. And then she goes, yes, to test the aquavelva and to drop Lorian in and then take the data off Lorian to see what would happen. Right. So she was dropped into the mix because they knew the programming wouldn't hold and she would do what she's good at. They would get the data of the aquavelva, i.e. quantamine, which is the quantum drug, and then she would kill them all. And the quantum drug became a a gateway between the living and the dead, but it's also a gateway between worlds. Between, like, everything you see out there today could be a total simulation, meaning a a world that's not based on, it feels solid, the rocks and trees and all that stuff, but it just isn't. And so it, it kind of plays with that question a little bit. So, you know, there's a lot more to it. And, you know, probably over four films we'll be able to get into a lot of it. But, you know, the thing about it is, is when it shifts like that away from her going back home and getting rescued, no, she was forsaken by those people at the very least, if those people existed. And then she figured out um, the programming that they're trying to do on her simply woke her up to who she really is because she had a program on her anyway. She was living in a life. Maybe she was living with a, maybe she knew her parent, but those weren't her parents. She thought they were. The sheriff thought they were. But they weren't. So who's her daddy now? Well, he exists in a movie called The Quantum Devil. And you can get a good look at him. He runs the show. He's not Satan, but he's running a simulated world. And the reason he's he's also in touch with many very bizarre-looking demons, people that are, you know, 30 feet tall and all kinds of, you know, weird kind of creatures, and he's wheeling and dealing, trying to get power over the quantum realm, over what he's created. But he needs souls, human souls, to create those things and he also you know i'm not going to say any more but let's just put it this way uh all these people in real life you know not in the movies but they're in the business of souls they need souls to get the power to get done without souls they have no power and they couldn't get anything done without compliant people now it's on that it's like that on every level infinitely You know, whether it's political, you know, know, organizational in your neighborhood, wherever. It's the same principles all the way through. But because we have a line to the Lord, it's also implied in the film that, that Lorraine has a line to God. That's why she'll say, I was chosen, but I'm not one of them. That's right. She's not a witch. She's not like Charlotte. She's not like Heinrich. She was chosen because obviously she has pretty much supernatural powers that or at least a, a tremendous gift. So if you don't know my language, I suppose this is one of the risks with the film. I just didn't want to seem like a dork. You know, when I was writing, I said, well, you know what? A lot of people aren't going to understand, but, you know, it's all understandable, so I'm going to just write it out anyway. And um, the edit took a took a turn. A lot of good stuff got cut. We had way more than we needed. And, you know, we had uh, <clears throat> a scene where they were, they were wanting to get control of Lorien so they could get political power and have her be, like, the president of the world, things like that. And those ideas were um, a little bit too put in concrete. So we'll... Um, We'll just see where it goes. Let's see if my prediction works, that within a few years, the film will actually be more popular than it, than it is now. As time, I won't say a few years, within a couple of years. And it's funny, we had a, um, we had somebody to call us, So you know, Asia's starting to knock on the door here, so we're beginning to get to that point of selling. I think we've sold uh, 13 or 14 territories and you know France and England and you know Russia and some of those but i mean i'd like to get into asia and southeast asia if i can especially south korea that's 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 the good one and and obviously japan so you know because i think what the south korean's would do is i kind of think they would uh m- more than likely uh they might you know, remake it into a series or something for South Korea, and so that would be that that could be very interesting if they decide to do that. I don't know where we are in that. I know that there's been contact made. I just hope we uh they can see the benefit. See, I think the Asians would be more inclined to take this thing on and take the questions on and maybe. You know, because right now they're kind of at the forefront of filmmaking. (laughs) I hate to say it. That's not really America. It's like, and so they might take it on. And uh, then let's see where they go with it. Because there's, you know, I I don't know all the answers to all these things, but I do know that we gave people enough reason to disbelieve the sheriff and Lorian as we learn more about the drugs and techniques that Heinrich was doing we did see her come to an awakening, yes we did. And when she came to that awakening, she talked about the simulated world. No more talk about her boyfriend or anybody else. I think that was come on, that's clear, isn't it? But because it's presented in a way that isn't in your traditional Hollywood movie, you know, you you have to you know, makes sure you have to work with the story, which I love. I love knowing that I don't know all the answers right now. I don't know all the answers, but I know that much that I told you today, and that's enough to be very satisfied. You might have to watch it two or three times, but you finally get it, and then you go. So then, ask yourself this question about Girl Next. If, if you're a fan, um, what would be better? Uh, some kind of a you know abduction story where uh, they're making these uh, Sophia dolls and shipping them to the client. <laughs> the client, you know, some what? You know the, the Saudis, the, you know, the Europeans, some client out there with a jet, right? They put the dolls on the jet and they go, okay, and then and then uh, somehow help comes or she turns the tables on him, she gets rescued and she goes back home, where everything is nice again, or whether it opens up into this incredible story that 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 is. Uh, where where you thought she was one thing, but now it turns out her real identity isn't that at all. And you really want to know more. And it was quite a spectacle along the way, right? Watching all the events happen, leading to this, you know, cleanup of the quantum mean experiment by who we know that people are spying. And there's one scene we can see somebody on a monitor, like almost like they're a hologram. So they're watching the whole thing—they're watching every room, and they know they're being watched. And then they realize, "Ah, we were subject to a half-ass experiment." The sheriff said. They—the whole point of the whole thing was to to experiment on the on the aquavelva, the quantamine, the drug, to see what it would do, and then to clean it up, and to send someone in who couldn't be programmed. who instead woke up from the program to her own program, which is basically kill them all. And also going from, you know, a a girl pushing a, you know, a shopping cart, being abducted, kind of a helpless, to someone that uh, um, has no problems with any kind of weapon or killing for that matter you know i uh no, i'll set I'll sit on a stage and defend it you know i mean i you know it's it's nothing it shouldn't be for me to defend there should already be defenders out there and i think there are there are like a couple of uh directors I know of wrote really nice reviews on it and um <clears throat> said it was really special that something like this exists. We got labeled a slasher movie and you know it's a misogyny movie and it's you know we got pretty much every negative. You know, mostly from America, of course, because they were offended with the, you know, sex nudity. I don't know the drugs. Who knows what what <laughs> offended them? But uh, they were offended. Not so much with the Europeans. Not so much with the Brits or the Irish. But anyway, that's not so much with the Canadians either. That's the way it goes. And, uh, all right, well, I'm going to see if I can, the, um, I think the, the plan with the quantum devil, as soon as we get our delivery done and everything done domestically, we're going to hit the festivals. So you'll be able to see it that way or, uh, with quantum devil and, you know, it's going to hit the festivals and we're hoping to get into, uh a couple of decent festivals, and, and uh, but we're going to hit the festivals like we did with Girl Next, and, you know, worldwide. And I hope that uh, people start seeing the value of buying both films, Girl Next and Quantum Devil, because they go together one after the other. So one will really, like you see one, but then the next one, Quantum Devil, you'll see Heinrich in there, you know. And uh, you'll, you'll see uh, Heinrich's father, the guy running the show. And more answers will be, you'll have more answers. I hope, it's hard to explain this to buyers and the people in the business. They don't care about any of this stuff. They just care. Well, who's in it? No one? Okay, here, here's $5. All right, I'll see you guys later. I don't mean to bother you with my problems. I'm just like, you know, trying to figure out how to make this work to be able to make films because films are powerful and I'd like to make films that are thought-provoking and, and you know, get people thinking and uh, and, and, and and or shocking. I, I'm not interested in uh, entertainment, really. I mean, I'm interested in entertainment, but, you know, for example, Girl Next is very entertaining to me. Quantum Devil is total entertainment. But in that case, it's a morality tale. So you could ask the question, you know, is karma real? You know, you, do you get away with murder And and... I think the answers are in the, in the film itself. And the next one, um, actually challenges, uh, um, the, begs the question, is the world real? If not, who's controlling it? So we'll, we'll dive into that. And, um, you know, it just depends how I, I hope to hold up for a while here and then hopefully, uh, you know the um, the future of our little company, Crazed House, will go on and uh, and uh, you know not just sell T-shirts or caps, but I'd like to get some of those. We're getting those; made those will be sold at Frightmare. So think about Frightmare going to. It's in Dallas, and it's in May, and um, we will have a couple of tables there. We will we will have. I think by that time I'm going to have a new DVD. We're overlooked We're overseeing a new Blu-ray DVD. The one that Gravitas made sucks. Don't buy that. And people that bought the DVD, it's only in 720p. I would never do that to anyone to be a customer of the film. So the new DVD, the Blu-ray, will also play on regular um, HD. Is going to have you know not just the 4K or 8K, whatever it is. But it's going to have the good, you know, sound mix and the you know good use of the subwoofer and the whole. It's going to be overseen, and there'll be a behind the scenes. There may be a bonus thing on Heinrich, you know, time traveling Heinrich that he he was there in World War Two. He was a, a Nazi colonel, so we might we might get that in there too. A bonus, some bonus thing that will help and. Um, but anyway, we hope to have that by by frightmare and so those if we're there, we'll sign them, you know, we'll sign them and you can get your copy and that, you put it on and that, that'll blow away streaming everything else. And uh you know, I've got to embrace the DVD, you know, even though it's like a thing that's on its way out, streaming. I don't like it. I put on the Blu-ray and you know, I hear 7.1, I get the back speakers, the sides, the sub, and I just think it's a it's a better, you know, it's a better thing for me because we spend a lot of time mixing that. If you listen to our trailer for Girl Next, you'll hear the sound quality of that mix is, you know, blow the speakers off the doors. You know, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, pretty dynamic and very, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, very clear mix. And so we tried to do the same thing. We used all production sound on, on Girl Next. We did not do ADR because... Uh, we really took a lot of time to get the to make sure we could get that dialogue, and you know, there's a few times where maybe we should have done a little ADR, but uh, I was happy to have the original take. You know, the original take, and uh, and as we go forward, we'll be doing more ADR. You know, it'll be the next one will look like your basic Netflix film or studio film that comes out on Friday and you go see it in the theater. Um, and then after that, you know, I mean, there's a standard that, that we didn't have to adhere to, to girl next. See, that's what I loved about that freedom we had and the freedom during the shoot. We had tremendous opposition from the, the crew was totally disapproving of the nudity and different things going on in there. And, and they're trying to like, at one point get the actress to sort of rebel. And, um, it was a real, Fight to get it, but we we got not just that, but this is a miracle, and we prayed all the time we got that plus we had another like thirty or forty minutes of stuff, you know, in that little shoot we did, you know, so can't complain too much about the crew because they they've despite some of their efforts <laughs> we got what we wanted, and we got more than we wanted did, was it as elegant as it could have been? I think it all worked out perfectly, all the sets, all the props. The guns, especially, were great. They were all live fire. We had double. We had beautiful, beautiful gunshot sound. They're all very authentic, and um, you know, uh, the the, uh, the whole tale, the whole thing was just a very extraordinary experience. And, and it it just shows, like, I think the crew was really like woke and pagan. You know, one time they put six 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 on the slate, and of course we. You know, I'm like, okay, so we're like slightly having spiritual warfare here. And um it was just like, you know, it was just shows that the walking in faith in Christ walked us right through that thing. And we got everything we needed, everything we wanted. Everything God wanted us to have, we got. Despite like opposition to, you know, witches and Satanists and abortionists and, you know, white males making a movie. Ah. <laughs> you know, we we were all wrong for them in uh, Austin, Texas, which is pretty well. You know, you know, it's another like woke capital of the world. Woke meaning, you know, intellectually compromised, unable to think through things, unable to uh, understand you know, the slightest spiritual reality. Uh, Unable to speak English. Unable to just, tear down that one, hurt them, they're fascist. White male, and and, have you ever noticed, it's all the white males, and white people that are screaming racist, like going around saying, you're a white guy, you don't apologize. It's like, dude, look at yourself in the mirror, you're white too. i'll see you next time god bless you and let god fight the battles please please well this bible right here it's just so heavy but i just leave it open right there man i just i had that inspiration today in luke 12 and we're gonna get more and more because i'm convinced the bible's got every single thing we need to get through this not only that we love it. We love all the people and the the battles they face and the hardships and the you know, but job is one of those ones that it's like it's a book that kind of stands out from the Bible. You know what i mean i I think job is maybe the most in some ways the most hidden but the most important of the books for personal conduct and believe me, I've complained to god i've 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 sinned. I'm sorry. I should have taken Job more to heart there. You know, and I I will in the future. God bless you. Oh, this song goes out to the worlders. To you earth dwellers. Yes, the earth dwellers of the world. And might we say you're a bit feeble-minded, but it's okay. The world's a little bit more ugly than it was last time we played. This is another... This is Rich Keltner track with, with Zeph producing and, and uh, vocalizing. I'm not really a vocalist. I'm more of a vocalizer. That's really my, that's really my role. <laughs> you can stay in your delusion. You can stay. finally